From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Tonight we have a San Francisco-based band currently on tour that's taking them from the West Coast to the East, from Utah, California, and Colorado, to New York, New Jersey, and venues in between. Midnight North is a five-piece Americana group with three different vocalists trading leads and sharing harmonies. In fact, we're going to even have four singers on one piece. They played at venues all over the states, but a few that we liked best, well, we liked the names best, Hop Monk Tavern, Hypnic, Hangtown Halloween Ball, the Muddy Mountain Music Festival, that's hard to beat, and now we're adding Highway 89. Midnight North has been honing their chops all over the West Coast for quite some time. We're glad to have them. We're going to talk about lots of stuff with each of them. But we want to tell you who Midnight North is. Elliot Peck, she's going to play acoustic guitar, Steinway piano, and lead vocals. Graham Lesh, electric guitar and lead vocals. Alex Jordan, guitar and vocals and keyboards. Connor Kroon, electric bass. And Alex Coford, percussion, and he's playing sticks and brushes here. They have three albums. The newest, as in, was released yesterday, I think, live at Terrapin Crossroads. We're going to hear songs also from Scarlet Skies and their debut album, End of the Night. The title of their album, Scarlet Skies, comes from a line in this song, which is the very first track on the album. It's called Phoenix Motel. Shadows hanging long and low Your bloodshot eyes beat me with surprise Something we both didn't know Split of a second to answer And less than a moment to end The scarlet skies left you drowning in lies And there ain't a chance that you're coming back And it's a long way you're tired and you're cold It's a long, long way back home And it's a long, long road When you're so you went and so It's a long, long Many questions to speak Well now I'm feeling faint When in the morning you ate Laying in the bed next to me And now the click of my heels Makes you weary And I thought you got off sky-free Well I found a key to the Phoenix Motel Buried in all the sea And it's a long way It's a long, long way back home And it's a long, long road When your soul, you went and sold Well, it's a long, long way 
When you're tired and you're cold Well, it's a long, long way That's Phoenix Motel, written by band members Elliot Peck, Graham Lesh, and Connor O'Sullivan, or Connor Croon. Elliot, so good to have you in Hi, here. Hi, thanks for having so us. You're a Chicago gal. Yeah, well, Midwest, and I lived in Chicago for a bit, so yeah. So we're reading that your Chicago-style blues have always had an influence on your writing, mm -hmm. your playing, your singing. Definitely. We heard a little bit of that. Yeah, definitely in that song you do. And then we read that you fell in love with California country mm -hmm. and that that's showing up. Do you think place has a lot to do with this, the style of music? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you seem to absorb that. Of course. I mean, you take, you know, your influences from what surrounds you. And yeah, moving out to California about 10 years ago and hearing that whole different style that I didn't grow up with, um, you know, really influenced uh, the writing. And you'll hear that in some of the songs today. So. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I, I love just how laid back that was. Yeah. Nobody that was, a was in a hurry. No. <laughs> you know, it was great. I love it. We've been that. in a hurry all day, so that feels good, actually. <laughs> well, Scarlet Skies, this was the last studio album. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about the live album later. Okay. Where we, we will not miss talking about that. But uh, two years of songwriting, recording, mm -hmm. lots and lots of live performances. Mm -hmm. And there's a cactus, the Joshua tree, yeah. on the front of that. Yeah. And does that have some? Does that feature in the songs or the writing somewhere? Yeah, well, we have a, a song that I wrote called Cactus Tree, and um, you know, really, it, it had to do with that whole area of the, the Joshua Tree State mm. Park. And we'd been down there for a couple shows, but again, you know, coming from Chicago, just a completely different scene and vibe and sound um, than what I was used to. So, it made its way into the songs for sure, and um, you know, it's featured so beautifully on the front of the album. Yeah, the first time I ever drove through there. I felt like there were people standing out there. It's stunning, Because they isn't look it? like they're out there holding yeah. just frozen in, in, <laughs> those, in uh, those are the yucca trees. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, Martin Guitars, you're a fan. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, established 1833. Mm -hmm. I, they're not sponsoring us, but I thought I'd mention that. <laughs> so, you own a Martin, and yeah. you recently made the pilgrimage. I did. Well, so funny enough, we mm. tried to go last summer on our tour, and we all showed up, you know, bright-eyed, ready to tour the Martin factory, and it was closed. Oh, so no. So, it was devastating. <laughs> you know, we were heartbroken. But um, I had the opportunity to go again. A friend of mine, Dan McCluskey, set up a, um, a tour for me with uh, Scott Fulweiler, who's doing artist relations there. And I got a little bit of the inside, behind-the-scenes look at what goes on in the Martin factory and how some of those gu guitars come to be. So. Did you make it through without buying a new guitar? That's the question. <laughs> Since I had just bought a new guitar oh, okay. from Martin, I, <laughs> I restrained myself. Okay. <laughs> but it is it is challenging because there's what, so many what beautiful What is it? Things. Everybody's always looking for uh, what the, the perfect guitar there's Mm -hmm. There's something different or better, or I don't know anybody you who know, owns I, just one. I know, and I think guitars really are about you know finding what suits your personality more than anything. And you know the the new Martin I have, um, I actually got down at Alex's shop at Griffin's Strings, and you know just just practicing and playing a whole bunch mm -hmm. of different ones, and you know you just hit hit the right one, and <laughs> you just know it. <laughs> 
Well, there's something unique about you guys, Midnight North, and that is these great harmonies. Mm. I mean, because you could trade the leads. You've got great voices. Yeah. It was so fun hearing you warm up and do soundtrack here. Yeah. And you could think, well, I, I might not really be the star if I'm in the band mm -hmm. with a bunch of other good singers. But you guys, re <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the philosophy here. No, you know, it's it's really a, a collective and, and we work well together. Um, and I think, you know, it brings something interesting to the audience, too, when you're able to hear different voices throughout the performance. Mm -hmm. I think it really kind of keeps your attention focused. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that, um, you know, is something that suits us well. So I have to ask, have to ask about Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bonnie. Now, why would they be laughing? I don't know, because they know how much I love Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> and uh, we had this amazing opportunity to um, to play a benefit show in San Francisco at the Cal Academy. Um, and Bonnie Raitt actually opened for us, you know, just, just to put that on record. <laughs> Um, yeah, she played first, and she asked if she could borrow um, my keyboard, which was really exciting. So, you know, I, I've never washed it since, and, um, you know, gives it gives me a little bit of a Bonnie Juju to make me sound yeah, better. So. Yeah, it's got the DNA right <laughs> on there. It does, so. it does. She's an amazing woman. I mean, I've just, I've followed her my whole life, and just a real inspiration, because she plays, she writes, she plays multiple instruments, oh, okay. and she sings like uh, an angel. So, you know, all those things. We'll, we'll know the DNA is sinking in when you pick up a glass slide. Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. She's a, I, she I is amazing. She is some on that, oh, isn't she? <laughs> so you're never going to wash the keyboard. No. That's kind of... No. We heard that somebody actually had an injury and bled on it, but, mm -hmm. and you got mm -hmm. that off, but you still didn't wash the rest no, of it. No, we can't. This is, this is serious <laughs> dedication. It's, yeah, it's like the right. little portable plug-in shrine here. <laughs> well, we're going to hear some more music, so All let's right. have you go ahead and take your place here. Thank we're going to hear a song. This one's called Lucky One. This one is written by Graham Lesh and his brother Brian. And this is also on the band's uh, studio album, Scarlet Skies. But uh, no, no, we are not spinning records here. We're going to hear it live since we've got these guys right here. Keeping the devil at bay the Leaves are green but blood is in I'm Trying to live another day And oh, don't forget me Driving the Chevy in the day I don't know what I'm looking for Have a pleasant conversation With a lady at the store And oh, don't forget me But I know I'll eat 
Spending my money like the seasons Seeing the future wash away And trying hard to find a reason Nothing works here anyway That's a lucky one. We are listening to Midnight North live in our performance studio here at BYU Broadcasting. In a minute, we're going to talk to Graham Lesh, and we found out one thing about Graham, that he has a blog that was originally started, I think, as part of a class assignment. Yes, it was. <laughs> and it has not been updated for three not years. Not in a so, very long time. So no one's no. grading it anymore. I tried to turn it into more of a website. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's just GrahamLesh.com, which is basically I just post the newest Midnight North stuff and... Good. Leave we, it at that. The main thing we learned is that you're a San Francisco Giants fan. I am from, a very big San Francisco Giants fan, yeah. Very. So just a little bit of rock and roll history. Your dad, Phil Lesh, is a founding member, the bassist of the Grateful Dead. Yes. And we read that you were about just eight years old when Jerry Garcia died, mm -hmm. and your memories of those tours, what, just, just little flashes of memories? Yeah, basically. Uh, my brother and I would go on all those tours. Um, you know, they started kind of scheduling them around school <laughs> um, and so we'd, we'd, we'd get to go on uh, you know as much as possible and it, yeah it is just flashes a lot of first sets because we'd go back to the hotel and go to sleep for the second sets because we were <laughs> little ones but uh, yeah yeah well I love this line from an interview we read it said uh, they're quoting you I think it was inevitable that I would start playing yeah it probably was I mean uh, Elliot was just talking about how you know what you're around and the place you're in is uh is, is what influences you the most and and you know I was around all that music there was no way I wasn't gonna gonna play and my parents made sure of that as well they started my brother and I with piano lessons very early on and <laughs> it was kind of like you know you're just gonna take this you're gonna take this class you're gonna take math class you're gonna take science you're gonna take history and you're gonna take piano lessons you're gonna learn music theory and just part of the general education yep. and that that turned into you know a love do, of the whole do, thing do so. you remember the first song you wrote uh, no. This may be hundreds because of songs I, I ago. Yeah. I, I, you blocked it out? or you Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a lot of these Midnight North tunes from the first album are the first that I sort of wrote all by myself, but mm. I've been writing with people for a very long time and coming up with riffs and, you know, little snippets of lyrics yeah. For, yeah. for, you know, as long as I've 
been playing music. So. One thing that you guys do that is so important, I think, to to really figure out who you are as a musician is you have weekly gigs. Yes, yes. And so tell us about this, uh, the the place you play. It's it's the Terrapin Crossroads. Yes, Terrapin Crossroads in San Rafael, California. Uh, my it's my parents' spot. It's a restaurant. It's a music venue. It's now a it's now a park with a bigger music venue. They just <laughs> okay. opened a few months ago. Um, and yeah, the the restaurant and bar has a uh, you know two three sh- sets of music a day, like minimum. Uh, so we're lucky enough, Midnight North, to have uh, you know been a part of that from very early on, and you know it kind of grew up as we were growing up, so uh, as a band, and that just playing for people over and over, over and over, it really yeah. is the best the best practice. You can sit in a garage as long as you want and uh, you know hone hone your craft, but actually getting out there is what really makes it happen. We read that uh, you played in the opening in 2012. Uh, you oh, yeah, did I've a, been there the whole time. <laughs> you, you, you did a talent. You thought you had played maybe like 62 different songs that yep. weekend. Uh, I think we did count them out. It was four <laughs> days, four shows in that bar. It was very loud. My we, ears have not uh, <laughs> forgiven me. But uh, So you tried to do no repeats the whole weekend. There might not those. have been. No, I mean, the Grateful Dead catalog, it, you know, it was a Phil Lesh and uh-huh. Friends show and uh, a ton of special guests, uh, Jackie Green and Bob Weir and Tim and Nikki Bloom and the whole, it was a whole crew of people, you know, coming to, the, I think the Railroad Earth guys were there. Um, so, you know, a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people learning a lot of songs very quickly. Uh, but, you know, there's so many amazing Grateful Dead songs and, and songs from that that world that it wasn't tough. Yeah. I think we did a couple of... Well, our, tell us about tunes. your record, because it sounds like the last couple of years you, you, you picked out some of the live ones for this this album you're yes. doing now. Yeah, the most recent Midnight North album is called uh, Live at Terrapin Crossroads, and it is exactly what it sounds like. We uh, were able to get multi-track recordings of you know most of our shows from the last couple years at Terrapin, and uh, uh, it was it came together in about a month. Connor and I sort of uh, picked, about, picked out our favorites and uh, mixed them and uh, put them out very recently. It's out for free, just as a download. Um, and, wow. Uh, it's been, yeah, it's been great uh, hearing what people think. Good. Well, let's hear some more music. We'll let you yeah, hang over, sure. uh, head over and pick up your guitar. Live at Terrapin Crossroads features eight original songs, including a new unreleased original called Roman, plus two cover songs, Viola Lee Blues and an original arrangement of the Appalachian folk song Shady Grove and lots of special guests on there. We're going to hear a song right now written by Elliot Peck. And this is a song that the band submitted to NPR's Tiny Desk Concert. We're going to hear Green County.
County. That's performed by Midnight North. Must be a nice place because I'm not coming home. <laughs> We're going to hear another one right now. We're giving just a minute because uh, you probably can't see this because it's radio. So uh, we're having switch-offs between guitar and and the, the Steinway here in Studio 6. Uh, Alex Jordan, guitar and vocals, and Elliot Peck. They seem equally at home on either instrument. Very nice. We're going to hear another song here. This one is one written by Graham Lesh. And this song is called Find a Way. And this is from their 2015 EP. Pick me up in time to ride 
Find a Way, written by Graham Lesh. You are listening to Midnight North in our studios live on Highway 89. Connor Kroon is the bass player here, and we were actually super excited to meet Connor because we found a great picture online with the tie-dyed shirt and especially the zebra pants. Oh, yeah, my Zubaz shorts. So we, 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 <laughs> we, we just want you to picture him that way. Yes, okay. yes, they're in the van, but yes, I'm wearing them. Okay, we, we liked that picture. We thought you owned the look. It was... Thanks. I believe that was actually on GoPro's Instagram. I was... My <laughs> yes, brother said was. I was Insta-famous with uh, it's, uh, hundreds of thousands of likes. Hash, <laughs> hashtag Music Mondays, in fact, if, if our listeners would like to go yeah. and join the fun and maybe order their own. So I understand you got in this band, like everyone does, Craigslist. Right, <laughs> right. I... Uh, I, I think I was playing a rock and roll show in San Francisco, and it was a one-off show at the Great American Music Hall, and I felt like I wanted to rock a little bit more, and uh, so I went on Craigslist, and I saw an ad, and they sounded like they knew what they were doing, and I responded, and it was... You did, they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> but um, this was not this band. It was a previous it one, It was. Right? It was a, a singer that Graham was working with, um, and I was actually talking with her, and I didn't meet Graham until I was auditioning, or I guess it was an audition. Um, it felt like more like a practice, and I learned their songs, and we played for a while, um, but the band didn't really play any shows. We just practiced a lot, um, and then the singer wanted to do something else. Graham had some gigs, and I really wanted to play gigs, and... Um, so uh, we started uh, practicing his material, um, and then I brought along Elliot, um, and uh, that was kind of the beginning of the band. And then we started playing some shows. We, our first show was in San Francisco. Very nice. 
Now, tell me about your your custom base. We've been reading about this. Yeah, my cousin, uh, I'm from South Bend, Indiana, and my cousin still lives there. And he uh, is a young luthier. Um, he just started a business called House of Luthery. And he builds... Um, uh, acoustic instruments, either uh, acoustic guitars, archtop guitars, or electric instruments that have acoustic chambers, um, like a 335-style Gibson guitar. Um, so we decided to build a custom instrument. I was one of his first orders, and it was a, a six-string hollow body, semi-hollow body bass guitar. Um, it's pretty wild, um, very large uh, chambered body and six strings with lots of custom woodwork and whatnot. So, so when you put the six string on a bass, is it usually to get a lower note? Uh, a lower it? note and a higher note. So hmm. a, a regular bass guitar is yeah. a four string, E-A-D-G. Yeah. And uh, you add the high C and then the low B normally, usually. And that's what I do as well with that. Very nice. Now, you also mixed... This, li this live album. So I did, I'm very just quickly. wondering what the challenge is with taking live tracks. I mean, are they discrete tracks where you could actually fiddle with the yeah, balance? Yeah, we and... had probably, I think, usually around 16 multi tracks. Everything was mic'd separately. Um, and then we also had ambient uh, mics in the audience most of the time, not all the time. Um, I would say the biggest challenge would be uh, if there was a bad note here or there, fixing something like that uh, is hard because there's. It's coming through all the microphones. Yep. So there's, if you listen to the record, there's a few bad notes here and there. I tried to fix them as best I could, but it's live. And uh... well, that's that's the fun of it too. And I'm really glad you included the audience. I know people who won't include the audience because they feel like it's a laugh track, like the Brady Bunch or something. But I'm figuring, no, it was live. We earned it. Yeah. Put it in there. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some quiet intros where you can hear the audience talking, and then even some, it's in the Terrapin Crossroads restaurant, and you can hear some dishes <laughs> in certain parts. You're going to have to listen very carefully. So you know, I heard them. It's totally real. Yes, absolutely. It, it, you have to duck the part where someone says, who are these guys? Well, there, that luckily, there wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this new song, because we are so excited we're going to uh, hear a song that's I don't think it's even uh, recorded and released yet. Yeah, it's uh, tentatively titled The Highway Song, written by Elliot Peck. Um, it was written, I believe, uh, our last East Coast tour, um, and it name-checks some cities that we visited. Very nice. Well, let's let you pick up your, your plain old four-string bass that you brought for us here tonight. But we are going to mention uh, this, uh, this one, uh, your, your bass features a myrtlewood top, cherry back. This almost sounds like a menu, you know. <laughs> are there poached pears? In okay. <laughs> Custom circle inlays and headstock, Aguilar amplification soap bar pickups, and the OB3 preamp. Yeah. <laughs> the light flambe. I don't know. It sounds it sounds almost edible, but quite quite a beast to play. Okay, let's hear Midnight North with this brand new song. We're so excited to bring this to you. This is called the Highway Song.
There's a brand new song you haven't heard before. That's from Midnight North. It's called The Highway Song. And if you heard a fourth vocal part on there, good ears. That was drummer Alex Koford joining in. So uh, Graham Lesh, we're going to talk with one more time. And uh, here's this band going around. You've got guitars and bass and drums and singers, but you have piano. And not every band does that. So what what is it that, that you like about the piano that it adds? Oh... Uh, I mean, I that where to start. Um, we we added piano originally because that's what Elliot played most. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, very good on both acoustic guitar yeah. and piano. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it just adds this other dimension, this very natural sounding dimension to to anything rock and roll, which uh, you know it's so electric mm. um, that uh, you know electronic that uh, uh, with the amplified guitars and. Uh, big vocals and everything and the, there's just something natural and 
uh, and real about a piano. Yeah, it all seems to fit fit really well together. The way you yeah. uh, the way you trade off uh, you know, sort of little licks and riffs here and there, very nice. Now, I read something that that you said that I thought was really kind of cool, which was you're talking about people who think you know maybe a group had three or four good albums and then then everything after that is kind of sellout. It's no good. People say, yeah, I only listen up to their third album. Talk about this because I, I I really liked what you had to say. Uh, I don't recall what I said. I was probably talking about like Metallica or something, who I believe said that, yes, they sold out every night. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think you know, artists should do what they want, and they're not beholden to anyone but themselves. So if they think that you know, writing something catchy is, uh, is what they want to do, that's, I love catchy songs. <laughs> yeah, well, just going back and yeah. reading through, you did talk about Metallica and, yeah. and, and some, some other groups, too, and just saying that there's good stuff there. Yeah, oh, there absolutely is. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't try to discriminate uh, based on any sort of genre or, you know, if, if it's music, I'll give it a shot. I have my, my you know, opinions, but I don't think they, they matter, and everyone should, should do what they, what they feel like when it comes to music and enjoy what they want. Okay, this is the fun part of our show where we pick <laughs> pick a, a, a hapless band member and psychoanalyze them, okay? Uh, yes. <laughs> so, Let's go. Let's I know go. you've been waiting, and we don't even charge you for this. Ah, <laughs> so, yes. Maybe you're totally aware of this, mm -hmm. and you'll go, oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> but you have so many lines about weather. I have noticed that. It, they just sound good, really, honestly. Um, okay, here were some of our favorite. Okay, yeah, yeah, go find, for it. find a way we find like this line. Find a lot about that. So I wait for the weather to find me. Yeah. What a cool line. And Phoenix Motel, Scarlet well, that's, Skies. That's Elliot wrote That's those. Elliot, yeah. Scarlet Skies. Okay. Long Road, Caught Up in the West Wind. Yeah. Hold Me Down, Ride Through the Streets, Smell the Fog in the Rain. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a... Uh, we talked a little bit before about you know how your surroundings, um, mm. you know, uh, shape everything that that you create. And uh, I mean, a lot of those. I mean, we live in in nearby San Francisco. It's very you go two streets over, and the weather's completely different. It's a very real part of you know what um, what you're experiencing day to day on a visceral level. I think you like level. the rain. I, I of course I do. It's the it's next it's song that we're going to play is all about it. It's <laughs> San Francisco. I, I unwittingly to, did a great segue right there. I so. happen to have the lyrics right here, yeah. and yes, and and I, I like this one line really well. Uh -oh. This one jumped out. It said, uh, "It ain't bad, but it ain't San Francisco in the rain." Yes. So that's just the best, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's about home, which at the time was San Francisco. Right now, it's San Rafael, which is right across the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I can't change the, ly the lyrics, though. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wherever me and my wife and my dogs are. So. Yeah. Well, we love all the imagery, and it's not it's not tired weather. Each one of these was a really interesting weather line well, good, for yeah. all the writers. So, uh, so let's hear San Francisco Rain. Yeah, let's do it. We're listening to Midnight North. We're going to hear San Francisco Rain. This is written by Graham Lesh, that writer of weather songs. And this was originally on their debut album, uh, End of the Night, one Graham's been singing and playing for a while. Here we go. it more when it's cold the kind of chill that cuts me right to the floor I'm the one in a t-shirt 
Swing like a waterfall in this subway Two more stops to where I step on the stage The rush that keeps me on this runaway train It ain't that Crashing ocean waves We ain't never It's just Just a simple kind of thing It ain't never It ain't San Francisco in the rain seen your face in 29 seems like the journey home is through a maze next time I promise is my very last goodbye but an empty stage can feel so right it ain't never San Francisco in Crashing ocean waves We ain't never it's just Just a simple kind of thing It ain't never it ain't San Francisco in the San Francisco Rain performed live just now in studio by Midnight North. 
And you can find more information about these guys online at MidnightNorth.com. We had a, a, a kind of a favorite comment that we saw from one of the fans. It says, uh, TJ in Seaville said they're homesick for the city in muggy central Virginia. Favorite track, San Francisco Rain. So, Elliot, yes. can we talk you guys into an encore? <laughs> what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, we're going to play a song called End of the Night, and that's off our very first record. Nice. Um, it's a nice, mellow song. You guys are such good sports. While we're singing here, we're, <laughs> we're looking around going, I think they'll go for it. Let's ask them. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> These guys will play all night if you ask them to. <laughs> okay. And I should mention, I should... I should mention that, that Graham and Alex switched from acoustic to electric. They even switched guitars. Yep. If you play all night, I'm assuming you each will have traded yeah, instruments. Yeah, we bounce around a that. bit. It keeps it interesting. Okay, well, <laughs> let's have you head over. We're going we're gonna to hear one more song. This is the encore. And just, just a reminder, these guys have played all over, including the Great American Music Hall, one of those classic San Francisco venues. got quite a history. Let's hear it. Let's go for it. Drunk on the floor in the star A dark empty Picked up by someone
That last one was just dessert. That was great. Thank you very much. I feel like I just had Thanksgiving dinner and I'm sitting back before I'm dead, but going, that was good. That was just right. We're listening to Midnight North. Look them up online at midnightnorth.com. Elliot Peck, Steinway Piano, vocals and acoustic guitar. Graham Lesh, guitar and vocals. Alex Jordan, guitar, vocals and keyboards. Connor Kroon, bass and Alex Coford, percussion and even snuck in some vocals. If you are listening at home or you just caught part of the show, you want to hear the first part, hear it again or share it, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Also follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates, sorry no zebra pants, and special behind the scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite, and the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>